I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, The Family Chantel, Season 3, Episode 11. This one was My Other Family, was the title. Pedro completely dominates this episode. Yeah, I thought this went super the meeting with the family. Yeah, it was back and forth. You have a theory right off the bat right. of what at least Pedro's thinking. Yeah, that there's actually a third family. That's what he's thinking, right? Yeah, that, that's why his mom blatantly says, I didn't send any letter. What does Pedro Sr. do for a living that he could have three families? Well, he did stop supporting them. Well, at some point, it would have been 2010. So that's 11 years ago. They were, think about their age, if he's 29. Well, think about it now. What year was it that she said was the last contact she had? 2010. March of 2010 is what she said. And the letter was dated 2010 from the brothers. She said March that he sent 5,000 pesos is what he sent in March of 2010. That's the last contact that they had. So 11 years ago, Pedro would have been 17. And Nicole would have been, I don't know how much. She's probably five years younger, I think. I can't wait Twelve. To, to see Pedro's dad. Do you think we see him? Maybe. I don't. I don't think like, so. Like, is he all that, that he could have three families going? Well, I mean, like I said, what's he do for a living? This guy's loaded. He's got it going on. I never considered a third family. That's clearly what he's thinking. But when he asked it about names, about was the there letter, a name on it. Yeah, I think if he would have even seen the handwriting, I'm assuming it's a handwritten letter, right? That you could have at least then Said, looked yeah, at and go, that, "That's my mom's handwriting." But what do we call him? Junior one and junior two. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? In junior one is older. Yeah. So his kids. Pedro would be the third. They're 30, 35 and 36. Oh, I didn't. Those I mi- two boys. I missed that. Yeah. They were 35 and 36. Oh, so that would have been, what, seven, eight years after he had his last kids? And they don't have a sister. So they seem genuinely, the two boys. Very nice people. Seem to be respectable, decent. And they said he was very strict. Sounded like they had some empathy. They so really did. Maybe Pedro's empathy comes from them and not from Lydia. <sighs> comes from the dad's side. Yeah, because... They have none. You know, Lydia just... Um, and Nicole, too. Yeah. The whole conversation with the brothers, they seem to have their facts in order. Yeah, and that had to really make him feel so good that they were so welcoming and it's, friendly. It's not something that he's experienced a lot of. Yeah, and they really, really understood his perspective. And he hasn't had that from anyone. How do I how do I put this? They seem genuinely disappointed that Nicole didn't come because they don't have sisters. I and think, they were anxious to meet her. I mean, look at the women right now in Pedro's life. It's right. Karen, mm-hmm. it's Chantel, it's Lydia and Nicole. And Nicole. That's a lot to deal of with. drama. Yeah. Consistently. 
River doesn't bring a lot of drama, and Chantel's dad doesn't bring a lot either. He probably is pretty quiet. Uh-huh. So, so your thoughts on Pedro's state of mind? Um, I think at he's, this point he well at leaving the boys. He was very comforted and reassured he had a genuine smile on his face after meeting them i think he found some allies some people in his world that he could probably communicate with and they were clear that they were interested in continuing a relationship it wasn't just a fact-finding mission and have a nice life you know they were open to seeing him again and he was open to seeing them again so that's great well and he handled that appropriately it was probably better not to bring anybody else right i thought the ending of that i think nicole would have been more hostile towards them out of jealousy and resentment and just who she is yeah i think in general she would have gone in there with her i don't care attitude and i don't care what you think Mm -hmm. and what would you guys think about Alejandro? Pedro's been so crappy with me and with Alejandro. <laughs> you know, she'd bring and insert herself into that. Uh-huh. Pedro didn't go into the conversation as, woe is me. The brothers really beat him to the punch. Yeah. They thought it must be difficult. Very hard to be in his position. I thought when he found out that... I think they genuinely felt bad for him. That Pedro Sr. was... At least in the opinion of the two boys, a a good father, uh-huh. a father who participated, who was yeah. there. They said he was present, but very, very strict when he was there. And it appears they came out all right. Uh-huh. Uh, their appearance was very different. Yeah, I was say, were you surprised by their even Pedro uh, complexion? Said it. <laughs> One of them is white. <laughs> yeah. You kind of said the same thing when they yeah. came in. They don't look anything like him. I said, oh, my gosh, I have to see Pedro's dad now. What is he? But you could see it, and Pedro said it in— They the, looked almost Cuban to me. In the eyes of, of Junior, number one, looking a lot like Nicole. And yeah. Pedro noticed that, too. It was probably even good for him to make it reassuring that there is somebody there with some family resemblance. Right. It would have been great if it had been like Pedro's twin that walked in. Uh, that would have been even, I think, even better uh-huh. if it looked just like him. Yeah. Or like just like him in bald instead of just bald in general. Because <laughs> then it would have been, he would have been in denial of what he would look like in 10 years. Right. It have been, this is what I look like. I don't know. I felt good. I felt when he left there, I think it we went. We were happy for him. Other than. I don't know. It'd probably be better not for the dad to show up. But I thought when they left, I thought that was the opportunity for him to try and get the brothers to set up a meeting. Uh huh. Because I don't think a telephone call is the, the right da- way to handle it. I don't think the dad it. is going to be open to this meeting at all. I don't think he would be in front of a camera. I think that would not be something you'd want to do. Well, I don't think he wants that part of him exposed because it's he out. said. That he was expecting his wife to find out when he dies yes, that maybe they would come to the funeral. It's been out like, for what a, the heck? it's been out for a decade. So uh, this is although it's still old wounds, it's not like Pedro's twelve anymore. Well, they He's did. A grown they man. did say that it's not talked about and it's a taboo subject 
it is, their mom was understandably hurt and wanted no more conversation about it. Well, so. the dad could go out on his own. Obviously, it's not something he's had a problem with in the past. Right. Spending time outside of the house seems to be something he can do. I wonder, I can't even imagine. I know they would have to be hurt. But could the mom have said you're to have no contact with them? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would almost expect that. It would have been about the time all this happened around the same time. The family found out and contact between everybody was lost. Now, what we don't know is was Lydia still having this relationship with him up until to around the 2010 time frame? That's what we don't know. How, how, or I don't remember that Lydia broke it off or it was broken off before then. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, let's look at this from Lydia's side. Pedro's on top of the world. Comes- well, let's be Chantel for just a okay, second. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I was going to do that after. Why because- do you think that she sent the kids to their room whenever he came over? Think about that. Well, I don't, I, I can't imagine what that is. That's Chantel's angle, was that it was never about, for her, about the kids and their father having a relationship. That it was really about her and him having time together. But doesn't that match, doesn't that match um, Lydia's position matches what the boys said, the brothers, right? Which was... Well, maybe they didn't address it at all. Right. But if it was about the kids, right? If it wasn't about the kids, then he would still have tried to contact them in the last 11 years. On his own. Right. I'm saying... What I'm saying is maybe neither one of them cared a lick about the kids and how they were feeling. Maybe Lydia wanted him all to herself. I think, well, I do think that also. I mean, when, that's, that's kind of why I want to talk about Lydia, is because I think the, the idea that could be put out there that anyone would reject her or that she couldn't get what she wanted would pain her. Mm-hmm. She cares about... That she wasn't rejected, or that right. she wasn't, and everything or that was, she was in control. That that, yeah, because everything she does shows that she's in control, right? But she wasn't probably, right? So when she says, you know, that I never loved him, how could you have a relationship with somebody? Now, the minimum that their relationship could have been would be five or six years. That's the minimum amount of time. Yeah, well, there were two years between Pedro and Nicole. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, he said two years. Mm. So that puts their relationship at a minimum four years, probably. And, time before and, and after. And they had, he said that Pedro was born a year into their relationship. So she got pregnant pretty much right away, mm. the first couple months. And then throw, so... And the last contact I had was 2010. We don't know what level of contact that was. But it was enough that they remember. If they remember being put in the room when he was around, that would put you at the, at least four to five-year-old. 
Right. And if Nicole remembers it, then it's even longer. So Well, and Nicole said that she had contact with him as a teenager. You remember that? But that would make sense. 2010, right? She would have been 17. Is that how old she is now? If she's two wow. years. Pedro's 29. She's 27. That would, that would make okay. her 16. So. Okay. So that's something. So that's happened a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can. And my point with all this, I'm not sure you could be around somebody that long. It just because it's comfortable and convenient. After knowing that he was married. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe mom... Uh, well, she clearly didn't have a problem being the side chick. No, but she didn't love him. Right. She says. Which I think is bunk. Which means that he broke well, it off Well, uh, really, with their attitude in their family, maybe she didn't love him. Maybe it was just a way to get provided for. Hmm. You know, then they're wh- such users. Then why did you need him around? Unless, hey now. For her own maybe he was, purposes. Hey now. That's what I'm saying. If she wasn't trying to have family interaction and family time, and she was just keeping him to herself, then that was selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm not Lydia. thinking too much of Lydia right now. Yeah, but Lydia's not a pleasant person to hang around with. I can't imagine you popping over to Lydia's for the evening, having a nice dinner, and watching a movie. <laughs> I, it just seems like that's not the case. Well, they're coming over for some action. Maybe that was it. So, not fun. Yep. Poor Pedro. So she almost doubles and triples down each time he asks something. He goes in there and probably. In a mean way. He goes there happy. Yeah. Hey, I had contact with the brothers. It went well. It'd have been nice probably for him to leave it at that. But that, that didn't seem like. Well, I think he was still trying to verify the facts that he had from. Everybody involved. Yeah, he was trying to put it all together. He was trying to sync it up like, like, a, li- like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, like a little Make the pieces fit or whoever. in his mind. You know, that's what he's looking to be. He's an investigative reporter now. Mm-hmm. So he brings up the letter, and she looks like if you looked her in the eyes, you'd probably believe that she didn't know anything about the letter. Uh-huh. Pedro doesn't believe her initially. Uh-huh. Then he gets to thinking about it. And that's when I think he started thinking maybe there's a third family. Because why else would he ask about the letter? Mm-hmm. He was asking about some wording. He asked about children. You know, he was just asking. It looked like some things that would have narrowed it down or made it. He asked for names and child or children. Uh-huh. But there were no names on it. Only so. a date. You wouldn't put your name, you don't sign, I guess you wouldn't assume you'd have to sign your name at the bottom. If you're talking about somebody with your kids, you'd just assume, but man, juggling three families. Yeah. People have done it, though. Chances of that happening? What do you think? It wouldn't be the first time. Wow, that would be something. Wouldn't it? I guess that would make Pedro Sr. look pretty bad. Yeah. All things considered. Chantel... Uses this as an opportunity to, to be bad. Lydia. Yes. This is and I not... said to you, this is a mistake on her part. 
Because she's not wanting to let Lydia off the hook. Yeah, because no matter what, that's still Pedro's mom. Yeah, and you can tell this conversation happens between there. At this point, Pedro's going to be a bit defensive of his mom, just kind of getting a feel for how everything shakes out. Mm -hmm. But Chantel wants no part of it. You're letting her off the hook for having this guy over when he's married and you kids in the other room? And she's like, I want you to remember how that made you feel. That could be as long anywhere from 15 to 25 years earlier. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. And it's hard to hold somebody accountable. It would be easier if Lydia would have a little empathy. Yeah. Or take a little culpability. But she doesn't. That is so messed up. She just is leaving Pedro raw. That's so messed up. It's like she has no soft emotion whatsoever. Her parents did a job on her. Yeah. And that's what the product is. And you see how it is. That Pedro's so... And Nicole's just like her. I don't want to say Pedro's so sensitive. I'm not really sure. But Pedro's very emotional. Mm -hmm. This is a tough thing for him. This is a, a painful thing. A scar that he's carried. I mean, he's quick to tears. Yeah. I mean, it happens quickly. I think he's had it buried for a long time, and now it's right at the surface, and it's almost more than he can handle. wonder what made it pop out. If it didn't pop out then, it'd pop out when he was having kids. Having a kid. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe they've talked about being ready for kids now that she's out of college. That would be great. That's what we need in a family, Chantel, is a pregnancy. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, they have one. Huh? They have one. Her brother. Yeah, but he's not around. So we don't see them. Mm -hmm. But that's what we need. Oh, Karen. Royal's having a kid. Got to eat her up inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was on Inside Scoop, if you guys didn't see it. I don't think we talked about it here. Yeah. It's It's not really a secret. But Royal is expecting, and it could have already had the child. It, uh, everything we heard is that the baby was due in December. Mm-hmm. So that could have already happened, and that Royal was, it appeared to be behaving himself. Mm-hmm. So that's surprising, yeah, but encouraging. Mm-hmm. We always say with some of these people, you need a life-changing experience. Right, something that takes you outside of I, your own... <clears throat> Self. I remember people I dealt with at work and maybe were supervisors of mine and you could tell that they never had kids uh-huh. because their level of compromise was so non-existent. Yeah, I would. it's probably a better word. It didn't exist because right. they never, because a married couple, really, what do they have to compromise on? I don't know. We watched Love After Lockup and they seemed to struggle. There's a lot of self-interest. That. But there's room. There's a room for a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's when children enter that that you really have to do things that – uncomfortable things that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. whether it be financially or or just an investment of your time. Right. And so for me, I think it hit – things and issues in my past hit as our children reached ages that I remembered stuff during my childhood. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if Pedro had dealt with some of that stuff before they have kids and it gets to those ages. Right. Because it can be difficult. Yeah. 
Lydia's not going to help. Ever. And we see them, really, even in the preview, I can't imagine how that's got to work out. Mm-hmm. Because whether or not the producers bust them over there and said, yeah, it's like throwing a, I don't know, uh, they just threw a hornet in there. Yeah. Nicole, Nicole com- shows up. And Lydia, I don't know if you revenge, noticed, Lydia's said. right behind her. And then Lydia is the one who picks up the glass and starts to throw it. Really? Yeah, and Pedro grabs her hand and stops her. But then Nicole comes in and actually does it. And Lydia is just slamming Chantel's family. Mm-hmm. That I think she called them vipers or something like wow. that. When it turns out, they're pretty bad. As bad as Karen and the gang are as far as meddling goes. The thing they at is- least care. They do care. Yeah. I mean, they're bad. Somehow or another. They're misguided, but loving. Yeah, like even this season, Karen hasn't meddled. Yeah, and, the, and she's, the, she's been trying to be better. You can tell it's it's a conscious effort. And she's even trying to get Chantel, uh, Chantel to back off. She's and, giving Chantel good, good advice. advice. Back off of this. It's, it's not, not your a, business. But Just be a support. Chantel can't help it. Right. She's There's got too much. much Karen in her. <laughs> exactly. There's too much. The conversation with the whole River and Ashley thing, I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. I almost felt like we were watching something we weren't supposed to watch. Uh-huh. I didn't know. It wasn't too much when they were listening to the song. It was even over the top of a car at a distance. Yeah. Like you were eavesdropping on a private conversation. That was a little. You could unsettling. tell. They still had the microphones on. They, you know, they but were they still. They weren't in the aim of the camera. Right. It was almost like. It was just the top of his head. It's almost like they didn't know the camera. The microphones were still on. Uh-huh. It's like in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Erica's walking away. Yeah. And that stuff about Tom got out. Yeah. You know, trying to get a hold of her every day that they mm-hmm. had audio of. Yeah. It was similar to that. Yeah. You could tell that River's intention, I think, was to up the ante on the relationship. Mm-hmm. I made this song. He wants it's to about, take it further. It's about you. I want you to hear it. She should be flattered. Unfortunately, it's a crappy song. <laughs> and he uses the word Kentucky in it. <laughs> which there's no Kentucky used in a song. It's a rap song. Anywhere. <laughs> period. Unless, I don't know, your dog's dead and <laughs> your truck's broke. It's just not something that's mentioned a lot. Kentucky's uh-huh. not really a hip-hop thing. I would come up with many other words to uh-huh. put in my song other than Kentucky. A nickname. Ken. Something. Yeah, or something. There's got to be some yeah. slang. Uh, country. You could use the word country. or you. Okay. Could, there's just things you could use. Kentucky just doesn't have uh-huh. a rap thing to it. Not uh-huh. that we are professionals <laughs> when it comes to... Um, rap music but i felt like and then you saw from her conversations that this wasn't going to go well yeah and then outside i mean she really lets him down and he looks genuinely hurt 
Like he recovered for the interview, but out there you could hear him. He was just right. He realized this was a breakup conversation, and it caught him off guard because it wasn't how he expected the evening to go. Not at all. And and you could tell he was, I guess, damaged a little bit. Yeah, he looked hurt. I actually felt bad for him. Yeah, I did not feel comfortable in that situation. Kind of been there. <sighs> knew, but the thought of going through something like that and having a camera in front of you or a camera in your face and asking you about it, you know, you don't want to seem broken up, but you're really, you're really hurt and damaged. Uh-huh. You go, oh, this is not good. Probably would have been better not to have this as a part of the storyline. Well, their conversation about um, what he'd said to her before about not showing up for him. Yeah, it's probably Karen advice. That Karen conversation and, and her comments about it in the side interview really let you know, you know what, these two are in a completely different place in their lives and it's never going to match up. Yeah, they'll, he'll never, he's not going to catch up to her. Right. Say what you want, living on your own with a kid working and going to school. Puts things into perspective. Compared to him. Living at home. Making his money off whatever, 90-day fiancé stuff. And Karen's investments in his rap. Yeah, he's not, it's not real. He's not really living a real life yet. Right. He hasn't had to deal with real life things. This is his first probably breakup. The the girls he's probably been with, his age or younger. Right. Probably still living at home. Maybe never been actually with a woman. Right. Not in that way. But being involved in one. Where they have real things in real time. Right. River has all the time in the world. Right. To do whatever he wants. I'm just and going to, to studio. four hours. Yeah, I'm just going to a studio. Probably, good chance he doesn't even pay for his own car insurance. Right. He seems much more grown Settled up. than he did. And, but much more grown up than he did two or three years ago. Yeah. He is a different person. Yes. It's a part of growing up, but he's just not there yet. Yeah. What he needs to do is what? If you had to give get advice. Get out on his own. Yeah, get out on your own. It's time, but it's not easy. His lifestyle is going to have to change. Right. The conversation we've had about our own kids. Right. When they head out, oh, there's a rude awakening. Yeah. The thought of just being able to, and they say, oh, there's no food in the house. Yeah, oh my gosh. And the fact then of there really not being any food right. in the house. Of eating broccoli for a straight week because it's the, the only thing Vile weed. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, so digging through your couch cushions for change to buy a box of tea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's poor. I mean, it's real things that he doesn't have to deal right. with. Just drinking water. Because that's all you got. Right. The one time you make it out to eat something outside of home and you're looking for the value menu. You or know? It's, it's the thought of not wasting anything. Right. Well, I've had enough of that. I'm not going to eat anymore. And then you leave it set out instead of packing it up because it's a meal for tomorrow. Right. Those kind of things he just hasn't had to deal with. Right. Let alone real responsibility and and a real relationship. 
that his biggest worry was that maybe she's not spending enough time or not investing enough of her time in him. If he was serious, you'd probably move up there. Right. But she still would have time. It's like, I'm trying to think of, and I may have the names wrong, the Casey and Sean from Love After Lockup, uh-huh. the one from Ohio, yeah. the dude with five other kids. Yes. You know, and he moved up to her area. So he's got six kids. Yeah. He moved up there, got a job, and he was still being impatient, but... As far as, I guess, River goes, and he was putting ultimatums on her, but they're still a little bit older. He packed up, moved up there, got a job, got a place to live, and he's there. And now it's time. And, you know, you take an hour here, an hour there. That's how you build a relationship. Right. You don't come out. And maybe it's, it's probably a little irresponsible of her to have a four-hour... Well, I guess she didn't feel she was in a relationship. Right. Nothing we really heard from her led you to think that she thought she was in a serious relationship. Right. Everything... In fact, was, she said she can't be. Yeah, everything on... It was more on his side. Uh-huh. And that he actually got her to meet them, even though it was for a crappy cafe milkshake. For five minutes. Yes. <laughs> That was pretty tough. So, do you think there's another Ashley appearance? Uh, Is she on anymore? I don't know. There can't be too many more episodes. It seems like they just broke up. That appeared to be a breakup discussion. Awkward. She probably should have done it. I wonder if she was trying to do that off camera. Are you going to see me to the door? Uh-huh. Pulled, she should have pulled a Jen Shaw. Rip the microphone Yeah, let's off. get this microphone off of me and let's do this right. To have your breakup on camera, on audio, <sighs> would be difficult. And you have to live that down always. Mm. He gets to watch it again yeah. when it airs. <laughs> so, I can't imagine why. It didn't even seem like much of a story. Yeah. But you gotta have something. Maybe they did that because... Jaw got kicked out of the picture so early. And so they needed to scramble and do something. <laughs> said, River, you got anybody? I said, well, you know, I got this girl uh, from Kentucky that lives four hours away. Bingo. We're running with it. <laughs> I mean, it's entirely possible. Uh, he seemed legitimately invested emotionally. So River's... No relationship is out. Yeah. Winter's relationship is out. Yeah. We would assume. Do you see her getting back with Jaw? It, it can't happen. Uh, what I found the most amusing was when you were looking for the show to turn it on. And you were flipping through and saw the previous the little icons for the previous episode. <laughs> like and episode you saw a two. picture of Jaw and you're like, I miss Jaw. I got to see Jaw again. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? I want to see him around. Well, <laughs> there are certain things as podcasters we like to see. There's investment in the show and there's what we like to talk about. You look at even this episode and what did you have? This is Pedro's episode. Right. A little bit of river tied in, but everything's about Pedro. Right. Well, it's nice if we've got... It's the thing like um, any of these, you know, like our B90 stuff. 
there's so many couples to talk about. There are things happening. There's only so much. Everything's around Pedro and his dad this time. All the stuff. Everything is just tied to it. And Jaw is it has so much wrong that yes. it's very easy to pick him apart. He's easy target. To talk about very right. easy target. It's low hanging fruit is what we're looking for. Yeah. So that's good. So we have got, I guess, an eventful inside scoop. There's stuff Kelly doesn't even know yet. Mm-hmm. Kind of happened this morning oh, okay. in our Paul and Karini saga. Oh boy. Yeah. So. More dramatic. twists and turns or just rewinds and things back to where they were. Oh, let me guess. Um, they're back together and she's pregnant. <laughs> well, I don't know that to be tr- It's half true. Okay. <laughs> One of those two things okay. might be true. All right. So I guess stay tuned for Inside Scoop. You can check out our Real Housewife Coupled with Chaos podcast. Or our personal podcast. Oh, we got some stuff to talk about. Yes, we do have Woo-hoo. some personal stuff to talk about. Outside of finances, no more. Re- that stuff is done for now. Retirement, refinancing talk. Now we have people. Dates. Date and uh, Steve has battles with contractors. Oh, yeah. In the house. Woo. Stay tuned for all of that. Thanks for listening to this episode on Supercast at our Coupled with Chaos Network, on our Patreon at Coupled with Chaos, or as a subscriber to the Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple Podcasts. Details can be found in the show notes. You can also go to CoupledWithChaos.com to find details on your listening options. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at CoupledWithChaos at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coupled with Chaos.